0: The Israel Report with Rolim Marks. Oh, it's just gone 19 minutes past five. Boy, has there been so much on the go in the press today regarding the Holy Land. Joining us on the line now to discuss everything that's transpired in Israel today, Roline Marks, our correspondent from Israel. Rolin, good afternoon. Thanks for joining us. Always great to be chatting to you.
1: Good afternoon. A very, very difficult mm. couple of days here in Israel. So let's get uh, straight into it. Starting with the terror attack on Saturday,
0: mm. right the terror, okay. th- the terror attack on the weekend running, really. yes, yeah, yes, well, as you say, it's even cur- so much has been happening, we're stumbling along here yeah, because we yeah it's just yeah it's hurdles, crazy, craziness
1: it it, it is craziness I, I don't think I've ever seen a year like this, mm. but uh let's start with the terror attack on um On Saturday, a father and son from Ashdod, uh, which is on the coast side of Israel, were in Huwara. Now, Huwara is a Palestinian village inside the West Bank. It has been the scene or or certainly the staging ground of of terror attacks and, of course, has been the site where uh, extreme elements within the settler community, and I want to be very clear to extreme elements, um, set fire to property. So it is a very, very volatile place, a very volatile uh, village. However, the father and son, Shai Nigreka and his 28-year-old son, Abiyad, were known to to visit Huwara often. They had friends in Huwara, and they stopped a conflicting reports, some say to wash their car, others say to to do maintenance on their car at a car wash they uh, weren't familiar with. And uh, what we know from breaking developments today is that staff heard them speaking Hebrew and notified the terrorists who opened fire at point blank range, killing them instantly. There is still a manhunt underway. Mm-hmm. um uh, for the for the terrorists responsible for this attack and they were laid to rest um yesterday now cut to earlier today travelling on road 60 uh, or route 60 this is very close to hebron also in the the west bank and samaria a 40 year old kindergarten teacher batsheva uh, nagari was on her way with her neighbor and Her her daughter, they were on uh, the way to the kindergarten where she worked. She wanted to get a head start in making the classroom look beautiful. Kids are going back to school on the 1st of September and uh, terrorists opened fire. We have had a claim of responsibility from uh, the Fatah military wing. This is the military wing attached to the Palestinian Authority. They have claimed responsibility for this uh, uh, attack, and she was killed in a hail of about twenty bullets. The neighbor that was driving them, he is in serious condition. He is in hospital, and only by the grace of of God and an and an absolute miracle, uh, the six-year-old daughter mm. uh, managed to uh, to escape the attack unharmed, and. Uh, We have the IDF on a manhunt at the moment. The IDF have given updates. They have boosted their battalions in the West Bank from 13 to 23. A short while ago, the IDF commander for the West Bank, Yehuda Fox, this is Major General Yehuda Fox, addressed the media. And he said uh, as following, he said beyond the middle of an escalation, a terror wave, the likes of which we have not seen in a long time. The IDF and security forces are operating daily in every area to foil terror. We are trying to get ahead of the enemy and thwart their plans. Most of the time we succeed today and this week we didn't. We will chase down our enemies in Huwara and Hebron, and in any other place, we will learn from the incident, investigate, and draw lessons. Mm -hmm. It is true that most of the overt terror in the recent period has been in the Shomron area, but here, too, we have foiled dozens of attacks, if not more, including terror cells in the Judea region. This is the southern Mm -hmm. part of the West Bank. I very much hope we can improve the situation in the northern Shomor too and in Judea and foil terror before it is carried out. Now of course we have heard from the far-right elements of the government, uh, M.K., or which struck from the extreme right, Otme Yehudi, calling for revenge. Um, and uh, we have a certain activists uh, coming from that party who have launched a social media campaign calling on the government to fire Major General Yehuda Fox. They are mm-hmm. demanding his immediate fire. Now, Ovid Strzok has blamed Defense Minister Yoav Gallant. He is meeting with his uh, security chiefs. Ironically, today is uh, International Victims are of Terror Day, and Israel is remembering some 40 victims of terror that have been killed the last year. Uh,
0: Rolene, we also had this Israeli citizen who was almost lynched in the Palestinian town.
1: Yes, this took uh, place in the early hours of this morning. Mm-hmm. He was driving in the um, the Palestinian town. He took a wrong turn and uh, Palestinians tried to attack him, tried to set his car well, they did set his car on fire. Uh um, Arab uh, community members of a nearby village managed to get him out of the car and get him to the IDF security forces, where he would be safe. So, mm. uh, you know, I, I I think we have to be very careful sure. when we when we use language where we say, you know, mm. a Palestinian versus Israeli, everybody, you know, mm. hates each other. We don't have you know it's 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 not so binary um there, there are people sure. who are good samaritans
0: so Rolene, okay so moving on uh, looking at uh, arab arab issues uh, as they stand at the moment we have cabinet greenlighting the budget for east jerusalem and etamo uh, etamo now still refuses to allocate funds for arab communities
1: Yes, you and I have been speaking Mm. uh, about the fact that Vetsalel Smotrich, he is the finance minister, still adamant he is withholding that uh, 200 million
0: um,
1: shekels that have been earmarked for Arab communities. This is for uh, social, cultural and educational upliftment. And yesterday the government passed a 3.0 uh, Two billion uh, funding approval that will go strictly towards East Jerusalem. Now, this is where uh, the majority, or the majority of East Jerusalem, rather, is um, Arab Israeli, or in some cases Palestinian. So that is earmarked to improve infrastructure for health, for sewage, right. for mm-hmm. for employment, for um, for transport, just in in general to. Uh, uplift and upgrade East Jerusalem. Now, today, local authorities, including my uh, mayor here in, in Motieng, declared a two-hour warning strike. They did this in protest and in solidarity with the Arab communities who uh, have seen their funding withheld Mm. by Betel of and local authority governments have threatened the finance minister that if you do not allocate these funds, we will engage in, or or, or we will embark on a Mm. wider-scale strike.
0: Well, as I've said before, let's see what transpires tomorrow, Rolene, when we meet again and discuss uh, these issues, amongst others. Very quickly, the Iron Dome interceptions, two days in a row, what and why?
1: Well, this has been uh, an alarming trend mm. that has gotten the heckles of everybody. Apple, when I say everybody, I the idea of the security establishment. Yesterday, we got news that Kipat Bazel, that the Iron Dome, had intercepted a UAV uh, trying to get into the airspace over southern Israel from Gaza. It was successfully intercepted. And then again, earlier today, we had news that yet another UAV or drone, whatever you want to call them, unmanned aerial vehicle, had also been intercepted. Now, the IDF released a statement. They said that it had not entered Israeli airspace and that Israel's citizens weren't under any kind of threat. However, you know, this is the second time that we have seen this uh, interception take place. Sure. So, uh, you know, the IDF are investigating, and it's not unusual for the for the IDF to capture drones mm. that have been um, kind of sent in either from the north or from the south to gather information.
0: Roland, we're going to have to leave it there. We've just about run out of time. Thanks so much for joining us. Always a pleasure speaking to you, Roland Marks, our correspondent from Israel, bringing us the latest on what's happening in the Holy Land.